Hey guys, and welcome back to Talking with Shadows, the conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Waitley. And the coronavirus here to ruin your day. Goddamn coronavirus, <laughs> get out of here! We don't want you around here! Right. Yeah, that's right, guys. Here We're here in Evansville, and we've finally been struck by the coronavirus. I knew it's been here the whole time. I mean, it probably has. It was probably here a little bit before they, you know, detected it. Yeah, I know, you know. Go figure that magically whenever we had, like, a uh, test that showed up in Amazon, then magically we all of a sudden we started getting coronavirus cases. Yeah, that's that's how it works. I know, <laughs> but there were people trying to say it wasn't here or worried that it was going to come here. Oh, everyone knew it would eventually get here. I'm imagining a lot of you guys out there are dealing with the same stressors as we are. But uh, also on top of that, we work right at a hospital, so don't worry, guys. You, you can't catch it through a podcast. That's true. You know, and if... Uh, you know, everybody's been told to stay at home and, and self-quarantine. Well, there's, we're, we're going to be quarantined here. The, we're going to be quarantined here bringing our podcast to you. So. Okay, what, what was it that you said happened to one of your friends when they are out shopping? Like, uh, they were still in their scrubs and someone someone uh, told their daughter to stay away oh, from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of, our co- one of our co-workers was out like at a gas station and she dropped like a $20 bill. And this little girl behind her goes to pick it up. And her mom, like, snatches her kid, like, pulls her close and says, Don't touch that! That woman works at a hospital. Okay, yeah, I know we're probably more likely to be exposed, but guys, <laughs> we're not we're not pariahs, you know. I'm, and all I'm just saying, you know, that should also just spark the, t- the t-shirt that I want to make. This is, I know it's the coronavirus, but $20 is $20. <laughs> okay, guys, your black bag tip of the day? Still related to the coronavirus, when they come to take you, just start coughing and hacking and tell them that you have the coronavirus. Odds are, they won't want to touch yeah, you. They won't want to get anywhere near you and they'll be like, ooh. And they're probably going to be like, man, we don't want them at our uh, at our camp with all of our other assets. Let's <laughs> let's just leave this one be for now. Assets? What what assets? Toilet paper? Like, look, I'm not impressed by any person's like 10,000 roll of toilet paper stash that they've got hidden in their closet. I mean, speaking of that, I do not get it. I do not get the 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 run on toilet paper thing. I think it's just. I think it's some sort of like physical comfort that just people just have to have. Like it's the one thing in their control that they have to have. Like if you're gonna be quarantining your home, you need to have something that'll make you feel better, and it's probably that. It's also probably the same thing for food too. So, and I get it with food, but. I don't know. Maybe it's like, I, I would understand it better if people were like, if they had experience back during World War II when like there were shortages on it. But I don't know. I, I, it makes sense people making runs on food. I Maybe I'm just weird. No, well, and the weird thing is, is a lot of people are like just stuck on this food and they're worried about not finding stuff. At the store. Like there's not a shortage of food. Like it's all of a sudden like food's running out. The production is still the same. You know, it's just people are just buying hordes and hordes of stuff. Man, I don't want to go out to Walmart right now. People are acting nuts. I was awful. Oh my gosh. I was at the I was at Walmart and trying the other day trying to just stock up on groceries and just stock up on some dry goods. And people were taking just armfuls, armfuls of stuff like Tostito pizzas. And you know what was empty? 
What? You know what's the vitamin rack. <laughs> the vitamin rack during the pandemic was totally full. But really? thank God, yes, but thank God somebody took $400 worth of Tostitos pizzas home with them. I'm glad that person's going to be okay. Man, I started upping my vitamin C intake like pretty much as soon as I heard about the coronavirus coming to Indiana. I'm like, this will eventually make it here. And truthfully, I, we're in that age group where odds are we're going to be pretty darn fine. But I don't want to get sick, period. Like, I don't either. Like, I see people just rushing out there buying like 12 gallons of milk. And I'm not buying milk. I'm buying orange juice, okay? And in yep. this order, I'm buying orange juice, Sunny D, and then Tang. What about purple stuff? What purple? No, I don't want purple stuff. No. <laughs> Maybe I'll, you know what? You know what? Orange Tic Tacs. Really? Sunny D? But it looks like orange juice. And it probably actually is, but have you ever had Simply? Like Simply what? Okay, simply orange juice, simply grapefruit juice, oh! simply cranberry juice. No, I don't. I don't drink that stuff because I want it, it. It's got that. It's like when I drink simply, like I really feel like I'm about to get a big mouthful of pulp. For like, first guys, it never happens. Like not, it never happens. First guys, we're not sponsored by them. We're just no. having this discussion. Yeah, we're just right talking now. about. And we've had this before. But no, look, I'm simply always, is freaking amazing. No. drink simply. No, it, it tastes like you're about to get a mouthful of pulp. You're gonna get a mouthful of pulp. That just comes with drinking simply. Oh. If you're worried about that, drink simply cranberry juice. There's not cranberry juice right. pulp in cranberry right. juice. If, if my choice is simply or the coronavirus, yes, I will drink simply. If I have no options left, there's nothing. Like I can't get orange juice, sunny D, tang, the orange tic tacs are out. <laughs> Wearing an orange shirt, like they're all sold out, <laughs> then I might get simply. Okay, then I'll do that. Man, it tastes good. Just give it a shot. You, you, you're, you're selling. You're trying to get a sponsorship through people just because you've drank that so okay, much. Okay, guys, simply, if you're out there, I want a sponsorship from you guys. I legitimately love your profit or your product, and you can just send me bottles of simply. My favorites are grapefruit and cranberry. Just send me those, and that I will count, call it even. No, Sunny D. We want. I want you sponsoring us because I love Sunny D and have since I was a little kid. I would drink. I remember drinking Sunny D when we were in college. And we what did we drink? We drank. We drank. We ate ramen, Doritos, and Sunny D. That was something that I that I asked. That was my splurge item. Okay, that's enough of the orange juice wars, <laughs> which which apparently needed to be a thing. I just got sparked. Yes. Okay. Today, we're talking about plague stuff, because that's on everybody's mind, Mine, so we yeah. might as well. But we're not going to talk about the current plague. No, we're not going to do that. Really, all I've heard out there is a bunch of conspiracy theories, which I don't want to get into. None of them are happening. I don't think people are in the, I don't think people are, uh, in a mood for a, for a conspiracy theory. Mind. So, so we'll talk about some of the plague stuff. So we're going to be talking about some paranormal accounts from the Black Death. We're going to be talking about... Uh, some, other, some other weird plagues, but had some very... Oh, oh just say it. Vivacious dancing. Yes. The dancing <laughs> plagues of Europe. Oh, it's it's a real thing. Oh. It, it's real crazy. It is a real thing. And, and it's so funny. The, the funny part about when um, when uh, when Vic pitched this to me, he goes, oh, let's look up this plague about where these people just started dancing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then when I, we started talking about it, and I started using the word plagues with an S. He did not know about the S. Oh, yeah, no, I knew there was a dancing plague. And I knew it got really crazy there, but mm -hmm. I didn't know it happened multiple times. Oh, it's it is such, it was, it's happened more than once, like like a handful of times. 
Oh, do you want to do that one first, or do you want to do the Black? Do we, I think uh, we we wrote down. You know, we were gonna do yeah. the Black Death one first, but we're already talking about the Dancing Plague. So, yeah, yeah. do we want to just go ahead and go? Yeah, into well, that? we can do the Dancing Plague. I, I pulled out my notes. Usually, I'm just gazing at my notes a little bit while we're doing this. So, I'll just, we'll just go ahead and do it now. So, yeah. So, the Dancing Plague is a real thing. So, the year is 1518. That's the one we're gonna hone in on because that's probably my favorite. That's the one we're gonna hone in on. The year is. 1518 it's a hot july morning and this a woman by the name of frau trafe t-r-o-f-f-e-a we're terrible pronouncing names guys we we just always have always will be so she she walks out of her house and to the very uh displeasure of her husband starts cutting a jig like right there in the in the streets of uh, uh, Strasbourg, or which is modern day France, and she just starts dancing in the middle of the street. No one knows why. Her husband has absolutely no why. Isn't that like a stonable offense in the medieval era? <laughs> you just dance too much. They just start hurling rocks, and so and it was it was so weird, and nobody could understand why she was dancing. And everybody's like, "Oh, that's cool. That's that's that crazy woman that's just dancing in the street." And they just go on. But the weird part was, was she never stopped. She just keeps going and going and going all day long. And then she just stops and tries to rest just for a little bit and then wakes up and does it all over again. And she and she just gets up for days and days on end and just starts dancing in the middle of the street. So what happens next? More people start showing up and just start dancing with her. And it starts this dancing craze all through the town. What year was this? 1518. Oh God! Fifteen, eighteen. This isn't even the earliest account, so it's not a lot. So this is just one of the, this is just my favorite one to look at because more people have focused in on this uh, particular case study. So she just starts dancing, and and finally more people just start rushing to join it. And now you have a horde of people, of up to about four hundred people, dancing in the middle of the street, just nonstop to the point where their feet are getting bloody. Does. And they're dancing, and they're dancing, and they're dancing, and nobody can figure out why. So, what happens is, is that... So, were they, were they nonverbal at this point? No, they just wanted to dance. They just they just said they wanted to dance. They were super happy, very euphoric while they were dancing. And one of the funniest parts that, <laughs> about this story is the pirates that be in the town, all the, like the town council, they come together, and they say, after they ruled out astrological and uh, supernatural causes... Then they decided to turn to look for a natural cause for this. I, I want to know the supernatural causes that cause that mean people to start dancing. Like, what? what is it, a... A horde of disco ghosts? No, no. Like one of the one of their first thoughts was they had to think of is God punishing these people for dancing? Or is God punishing us? And by causing all these people to start dancing, like these were the, this was the probably what was going through their heads, you know, or it was some lady bit by a werewolf and all of a sudden they felt the need to just start, you know, dance, Dan like dance the werewolf away. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what happens next? So they, they decide to, they decide that they're going to like look for a natural cause to to this particular issue so at the time you know we're medieval europe one of the prevailing theories at this was that maybe these people have something called hot blood and there's this imbalance in their humors okay so are you familiar with like the humors oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah there are there are four humors that exist this is medieval medical knowledge 
Um, there are four humors that exist within your body. One's blood, another one's phlegm, there's black bile, and I don't really remember the final one. Did you say phlegm? Yeah. Yeah, you said phlegm. Was it blood, phlegm? Black bile, and black it's bile. another bile, too. It's a co- Was that with a C? that there's there's multiple words for it i'm just using the translations like black bile is melancholy and uh, there's actually this really um interesting book written by ficino to the de medici family because the de medicis in um what was it florence i think mm. um were all known to be very melancholy individuals which at the time it was believed that that meant they had too much black bile in their system and he wrote a book just for the family how to counterbalance it and it was things like Oh, never sleep past dawn, and you should eat gold once a day. And it was all sorts of things like that. It was a really... Okay, when you think about medieval medical knowledge, it's not really accurate, but it's not simple. There's this whole complex belief system built around it, and it's the same belief system used for most of medieval magic, too, that um, like black bile is, and the melancholy is associated with the god Saturn mm-hmm. from the old Roman gods and things like that. Yellow bile. Yellow, okay, yellow bile. Was it really, it really, we thought it was just something else specific, and it's black bile and yellow bile, phlegm and blood. And there, it even ties into like views of elemental magic at the time, because mm-hmm. I think it's like if you had too much blood, you were attuned to fire and... I think like melancholy was it was either earth or I think that was earth and phlegm was water and yeah it it it's this very interesting complex uh, mystical kind of mystical metal yeah. or medical knowledge and and so they a lot of the a lot, a lot of the solutions to this humor balance you know was 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 around these humors and one of the things that you know if you have hot blood and the problem is you've got too much hot blood in your blood. What should be the solution? It's medieval Europe. I'm gonna guess they're going to they're going to try to bleed them in some yeah. way. Probably yeah. they're going to do blood. They're going to do bloodletting. Okay, they're going to go to the bloodletting. Okay, s- I got before you go any further. I got to ask, how how the hell do you let blood from a mob of dancing? I know people? that was the hard part. They couldn't catch the people because they were <laughs> dancing all over the place. It's like imagine chasing somebody with a knife. Or they're like, no, I can't stop dancing. And they're just running frantically and you're chasing them through the street with a knife. It's probably one of the few times in history where the person chasing somebody with a, with a knife wasn't the bad guy from their perspective. From their st- I mean, they probably still a bad guy because you're chasing somebody just to bloodlet them. But Okay, I'll tell you what I would have tried, and you tell me what you think. Okay. Okay, you tell what you would have tried, then I'll tell you what they tried and to this, do instead. this uses entirely medieval technology. You get a catapult. <laughs> you go out to the local streams or lakes, get a ton of leeches, <laughs> and just fire them into the ground. Just fire the leeches. <laughs> and some of them are going to stick. <laughs> I'm going to guess, no, they did not try No, that. they did not. Because then you would just have a bunch of people stepping on a bunch of leeches. Well, and some of them are going to land on them, like on their... Face and shoulders and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like a volley of arrows. Most of them are going to miss, but some of them are going to hit their mark. <laughs> no, what what they did instead was they decided, okay, so there's absolutely no way, there's no way that we can catch these people. Okay, so we have to address the fact they're dancing too much. Now, if somebody's super over-the-top happy and they're super energetic. What do you think would be the comments? Let's use that Hoosier common sense we always brag about here. What's that? Com- what's what would be the thing to do to somebody who's super excited, way tuned up? 
What would be in what, what you try do? to calm down? Maybe use ice water or oh, something yes. to try to shock their system. Maybe you know do something a little soothing. Talk yeah. to them in a calm tone. Nope, they went the other way. They said, "Nah, screw this. I have a better idea. We're just gonna make them dance even more. That's what we're gonna do. That sounds like a fantastic idea. So, we're gonna we're gonna dance it out of them. So they think they're just gonna dance them to exhaustion and yes. turn them back to normal. Yes, yes, that was what they decided. Wait, to do. Isn't this during the summer? Yes. Yeah, oh, in the middle God. of July, their plan was to take a bunch of really, like, manic people all frantically dancing the street and just make them, like, dance and push themselves even more. And doesn't mainland Europe have fairly hot summers? Yeah. It's like, okay, it's, I thought so. It's like sweltering hot. So what they did was they instead, they dedicated a whole dancing area, built stages for these people, and on top of that, hired musicians <laughs> to play music day and and night. Uh, at least they have musicians now. They have music to dance to. Yeah. And, and and just play music. And whenever, do you know, and whenever the actual people started getting tired, do you know what they did? What? They told the musicians, no, 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 play faster, play faster. They got to burn it out. And they got them to play even faster. Okay, that's nuts. <laughs> and then, and then, oh my gosh, people started dying. Yeah, I would imagine if like, you're dancing that long in the summer heat, like how long is the original lady dancing for at this point? Weeks. Weeks and weeks and weeks. That's nuts. How the heck? And did I'm assuming she was stopping to sleep and eat sometimes? Barely sleep. I didn't hear anything about her actually eating or whether or not she was eating. I'm assuming she's probably she's going to last that long. She's probably going to be eating and probably drinking something small and drinking small amounts of water just to be able to last that long. But no, she she does it like she does it like almost the whole time. And it, it's insane. They're losing like almost like ten people a day, fifteen people a day. So like, up to the up to this point, do you know about how many people are in the mob? Four hundred. Four. It's, it's okay, estimated okay. over four hundred people are just dancing in this like northern French town, and they're losing about ten people a day at this point. Yeah, by the time the people start dying, yeah, wow. they just start dying. Please tell me they change their strategy. I think eventually they have to, because eventually, like with, with a lot of these dancing plagues, they just sort of like burn themselves out. Like they just sort of like trailed off, and eventually it just stops. Like never, in none of these, in none of these accounts of any of these dancing, thing, in any of these dancing plagues, did anything the leadership did ever actually work? Like it was just bad idea after bad idea after bad idea. I, I don't know why no one thought to maybe just throw cold water at them. Like it's so weird. Like I don't under, like, like I don't even think we're like that smart of guys, and we work for mental health. And I and when we see like manic, oh yeah, people, yeah. this this sounds just like mania. Yeah. When we see men, our solution is never, you know, be a really good idea. We should give them more stimulus. Like, I've never seen that solution come up, ever, ever. No, but it does sound like me, like the, the fact that the constant movement, the euphoric behavior, not sleeping very much, not eating very much, this really sounds like some form of mania. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is like, and, and, and that's, I mean, it's looked at like a lot of these like mass dancing plagues are look at examples of just mass hysteria but it's really weird that that many people would have the same just general behavior of, of just dancing okay since you know more about this one than me i want to throw out a theory and see if i might be going along the right trail mm-hmm. but any chance is this some form of ergot poisoning yeah so that's that's a big that's a big uh one of the, the prevailing theories is all throughout north or all throughout like northern france and a lot of these, a lot of these dancing plagues occur in France, in the in the French area, along along the River Rhine, in this particular area. Ergon is a. Oh, very this po- is around the Rhine River. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, 
Oh, like, oh, that's cool. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had German exchange students when um, I was in school, and after um, after they graduated, they had me go uh, stay with them for a while. I actually swam the Rhine River. Did you? So end this up... is right on the border of Germany and France. So did you? Did you uh, have see any bounce of people dancing in the streets while you were there? Yes, but that was because I went to a music festival uh. that was held in the streets of I think it was Hamburg. <laughs> So, yes, I did see lots of people dancing in the streets, and there was a stage, and there were musicians. So they haven't learned their lesson. Well, when the music stopped, pretty much everyone went home, though. Okay, good, good, good. So the people have learned their lesson there. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, so, like, if you guys don't know what ergot is, like, it's like this fungus that, that can grow, and it's in kind of, like, the same chemical family as, like, LSD. And it loves to grow on wheat. Yes, and it was growing on the wheat, and a lot of people think that what happened was it grows on this wheat, they make bread out of it, and then these people eat it, and then it causes these illusions. So essentially, everybody is assuming that these people just ate a bunch of shroom sandwiches. <laughs> they started like just having these massive hysterical bouts of dancing. Like, there's also accounts from like towns getting ergot poisoning, and then like everyone seeing like the sky just filled with thousands of witches flying on broomsticks and stuff like that too. Like, there's this. This was, I this was an ever. Pre present danger in medieval society. So, what what do you do? Most people think that that's probably what it was. They think it was that. The only other even like closest explanation that I was even willing to like just to kind of go along with was that this was just a massive stress-induced psychosis event. Because again, think about this, guys. It's fifteen eighteen. We're in medieval Europe. Not exactly the best time to be living. I mean, we've, we're, we're 200 plus years past uh, the Black Plague. Uh, medieval Europe kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> for, for your average peasant, uh, rampant disease and starvation is everywhere. Uh, so your daily life is not that great. So finally, people, they, I think people just snapped and just started doing the only fun activity, just start dancing. Man, that just sounds so exhausting. Like, do you do you have any personal theories? Oh, I, I'm I'm leaning towards like Eric because I I totally would believe I totally would believe that if enough people were were doing the a similar drug and having this, they would probably start having like like similar like just like symptoms like 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 group induced thing that they felt that they needed to do because they probably are encouraging each other. I could see this. Oh yeah. I didn't realize ergot normally. I knew it caused hallucina uh, hallucinations. Uh, maybe it just depends on the dose you get. Maybe it can also mm. cause mania. Mm. It's it kind of surprised me that more people didn't get it. Um, so, so this, there's a there's a there's a really famous case study that occurs ten that that occurs like ten years after this event, where this doctor goes in, looks at this case study, and his conclusion was, hmm. Now I get to see there's predominantly women that are involved in these uh, in, in, in these mass hysterical dancing groups. It must be a case of women hysterics. <laughs> and what happened was they, they wanted to shirk their duties of being of being housewives, so they decided to just go out and just start dancing so they didn't have to do their daily chores. That's Truth a very <laughs> mid medieval mindset. <laughs> it's so, there, it's so terrible. I don't think that would fly in the modern day with a modern empowered woman. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like even following that logic train, like how bad do you think it must have been if their like if these women's solution is like how bad must their home life would have been if they were like you know what? 
I don't want to be doing this at all. I'm just going to go dance in the street until I die. Man, it's, it's medieval Europe. It was probably not great. I'm sure there were some good husbands and good home lives out there, but I, I would imagine, I mean, if you're going to be in the medieval period, would female and peasant be your first two choices to throw together? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Me, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> so how many dancing plagues were there? Oh, man, there was more... There's more than, there's more than, I want to say there's like a handful of like either six or maybe that there was seven. Um, there's another, uh, there's another popular one that was in like 1374, again, along the Rhine River. Uh, and it was just another thing. Like it was just uh, a group of people that just went out in large droves and just started dancing. Huh. I, I wonder what it is about that particular region that kind of draws on this. I think it's because Urgot is particularly popular there. Do you are prevalent there. I think that's why. Do you notice one of my first thoughts? Hmm. Where's, I think, it, what, what is it, Hampstead? The uh, the place where the Pied Piper was? Because this this almost seems like a Pied Piper sort of situation <laughs> where everyone's suddenly dancing. Because in some of the versions of the story, the children dance out of the town. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, that might just be in my head because I had read, um, like, a breakdown of uh, the Pied Piper here recently. But I don't know. It seems like you could have a connection. I was wanting to say it might have been a Germanic story. And the Rhine River is really close mm-hmm. to... It's like it, much of it is in actual Germany. The thing is, in the medieval period, there wasn't actually a Germany. Germany came about way, way, way later. Yeah. There's just this loose association of people who spoke this Germanic language. Yeah, I think this wasn't even France at the time. It was like the Holy Roman Empire thing. Like for oh, so, oh, this was the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, this was? yeah. Okay, so this is actually improper. What we would call nowadays Germany, Germany, because uh, it kind of went from the Holy Roman Empire to a few different mm-hmm. houses, kind of ruling this no man's land, and then Prussia came about, and Prussia ended up establishing Germany. And as far as like, like France is an truly ancient nation england is an ancient nation italy's an ancient nation but germany was kind of its own weird thing where it's like yeah we have some cultural identity together but we're not going to group together in one nation and it, it has a very weirdly unique history okay so i i really did you find out where where Hampstead was oh Hampstead was i thought i said the i thought Hampstead was in the uk i, I, oh, I it, it might be maybe 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 Hempstead, there we go. Okay, it, it might be, uh, I'm probably just confused on that. Like I said, I read a breakdown recently, but it's not something I put a whole lot of stock into. Mm-hmm. North? Yeah, North England. Oh, never mind, way off, like way no, off. Northern, no, North London, England, yeah, okay. Trying to get our European cities down, right? Yeah, my, I have a somewhat of a knowledge of European geography, but it's not good. <laughs> It's like a vague knowledge. So here's so here's the thing I want to ask about because the the thing that threw this off because Vic pitched this idea to me as one of these ideas about what to do and I said that sounds cool and then he was taken then you were taken aback by the number of a number of times. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that that dancing, like like dancing, was something that some of these people like would would do? Just okay. I've got two theories. My first thought is this that. It had happened once, and he just happened to be dancing the first time. And that created a folk tradition of this story. Because a story like this is going to hang on for a long time. I mean, we're, we're mm-hmm. talking about it right now. Um, and then maybe when other people were experiencing these manic things, that was one of the first thoughts that they came to since they had that folk history of it. Mm-hmm. And then it just manifested that once again. 
My other thought is this. If it is ergot causing it and it's causing uh, euphoric manic behavior, what 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 abilities did you have during the medieval period to express yourself in a manic euphoric manner? Dancing and singing. Yeah, it's just basically yeah. I can't think of too many ways. It's singing, dancing, and I guess like that sort of super like rapturous uh, form mm. of prayer where you're throwing yourself around or something like that. But I, I think that what would manifest to your average peasant would probably be something yeah. like that. Kind of, and I'm just so hung up on just this huge just failure on the part of of just the the leadership in this town of some of these towns if that was their solution of, of like especially like in the fit like in the in the Strasbourg uh, scenario where that was their solution was to to cause everybody to just dance even more to the point of tiring themselves out. I, these were medieval people. They didn't have a good grasp on the greater world. I I think they were probably good people trying to do their best to wrestle with an idea way beyond them. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, we don't know for a fact what caused it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and even one of the things is, like, if I remember right, I don't think ergot grows well in the heat. Like that's one. Of, that's one of the things I've. Uh, I'm. I'm not an expert on fungus, but I which I'm. Which I'm surprised about. About all the weird, strange things that that you do tend to know about the fungus is not okay, it. I know morels. I know local funguses to Indiana somewhat well, and I know there's a few funguses that can move fast enough that you can, like watch them crawl around. That's kind of freaking neat. But like, I, I don't know a lot about like microfunguses like ergot. Yeah, but 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 you know, if I'm like a leader and I'm like seeing this, like this seems like a, just a massive problem that's gonna just gonna start creeping up. If you're just letting droves and droves of people just be dancing in the middle of your streets rather than just, I'm surprised that none of them just cracked down on this. Like I really am. Right, like, that, I'm not yeah, supporting that, the idea of doing that. That surprised me too. Like I could seriously see because remember they probably had like little to no education. I could see just going, oh, this is the work of the devil. Yeah, get the town guard together. Especially, especially since most of these were were typically women. I'm really surprised most of these like medieval men were like, ah, oh, well, there's, there's too many women that are just trying to be the center of attention. This we got to we got to take care of this right now. I'm this, surprised this can't be a thing. I'm surprised people weren't put, put to death for being witches. In yeah, that like scenario. So, like somebody being accused of being like put. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, you would think that. Like this would be a prime opportune time for one of these people to like up oh, that that's a witch that's caused that and just try to remove some sort of political enemy during this time period. Yeah, I, I really am surprised. If if anything, for the medieval period, they handled it fairly progressively. Yeah, I mean, fairly tolerantly for, for you know for medieval uh, practices. I mean, think about it. They could have just as easily went in and started just killing them to clear out the streets so it wasn't disturbing trade. They seem. I I feel like they gave it a legitimate shot to try to help these people, but I mean, remember, they don't have any form of education, like or minimal at best. They probably just didn't really understand what to yeah. do. I'm gonna give them. I'm giving them like a D plus. Although, like in their response to this, like they attempted something, even though it was just terrible. Still, bucket of cold water. Might have been. Oh wait, no. During the medieval period, due to their beliefs on on flu, they wouldn't have tried something yeah, like that. Yeah, they would have thought that it just made everybody sick yeah, and just yeah. spread it around. They would have yeah. thought it probably would have killed them. Yeah, but again, you you would think that maybe they would just start carting off some of the first few people, like that would just start doing some of this. Where do you put them? Just uh, out in the woods. These people have families. <laughs> I don't know. What are you gonna do? Let a bunch of droves of deranged women start dancing in the street? Oh, never mind. That's what they did. <laughs> I, it's, it's not like they had a state hospital to send someone to back no, then. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, that is that is yeah. one wild story. Good. Do, uh, do you have any more you're wanting to talk about on that uh, one? Not not on, not on this one. This is just a weird. Make, guys, make sure that you give some comments on what you guys think below on on what you think could have caused these people to be dancing. Because I'm I'm still somewhat at a loss for 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 why this is the case. So. Uh, so then I think the next thing that we could talk about is these cool this cool okay, stuff. Okay. We're starting the Black Plague. Okay. The Black Plague originally spread from China, traveling up along the Silk Roads, and then spread throughout um, the Middle East, up into Europe, and Europe's where we get a lot of our history from. But one of the things that a lot of pe- a lot of people don't realize is tied into this is the origin of the Grim Reaper. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and in a way you probably wouldn't suspect, and I think a lot of people don't know about this one, because I had only heard a few allusions to this, and it took me a lot of digging to find much information on this. But check this out. As it was traveling through China, through the Middle East, and then eventually into Europe, there were accounts of people seeing on the borders of their town black-cloaked, gaunt, gaunt spindly individuals with sunken eyes holding usually scythes and reaping outside their village. And then just days later, it would get wrecked by the plague, huge casualties and things like that. These are actual accounts, and they come from a lot of places. Now, we don't have a lot of the details from the ones in Asia, but the ones in Europe, we have a few fairly detailed accounts. And it changes only a little bit from area to area. Um, Like in um, Brandenburg, Germany. There were there was a account of a third. Let me get my number straight. Yeah, because in in various different ones, like they were holding different objects and things. I know that some of this was supposed to be representing what. Fifteen. There we go. Oh, okay. There uh, it is. On the outskirts of Brandenburg, Germany, there were fifteen uh, men sighted uh, wearing these black cloaks, pale, spindly, sunken eyes, and holding reaper scythes, and they were moving like they were reaping grain. And there are a few weird things about that. One, you could hear the sound of them reaping from really far away. Pretty much if you could see them, you could hear them. Sound of them reaping? Yeah, of, of the scythe moving oh, the grain. I did not know that, that's what, that that was what reaping meant. Re- oh, no, that's, that's what that's what it's from. It's, it's, oh. a, it's a way for pharmacy to um, to cut the stocks for the oh, grain. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's where the, the scythe comes from. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and the other thing was this. The grain never fell. What are they reaping? Uh, that's that's the thing. Um, and in many of these accounts, they carried with them this strange miasma, this smoky, misty substance that would smell terrible. And it would just seem to come out, out of their um, objects, come out from under their robes. And then the next day, they like there would just be tons and tons and tons of deaths in that town. And you're right, there are different accounts of them carrying different objects. Like um, Pesta, if I'm saying that right, uh, in Scandinavia, um, one of these similar individuals who would, uh, it, w- it was a female appearing like the Reapers, but looked very, very old. And instead of carrying a scythe, she either carried a broom or a rake. And she would either, sh- and she would show up uh, going from house to house. And her, her showing up would always be right before the Black Death would wreck a town. But if she came by your house and knocked on the door with the rake, that meant some people in your family would survive. But if she came by and knocked on the door with a broom, that means your family will be entirely wiped out. 
You know, like, I see this all the time that we romanticize, like, the Middle Ages all the time. Like, if you see people, like, really into SCA, they just, like, love it, like, so much. We go to these Renaissance fairs. Man, medieval Europe sucks. Yeah, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I get the the Ren Fair thing. I, it's really freaking fun. But, yeah, it would have been terrible, terrible to live back to. Do you think that if we went to a Ren Fair dressed as Grim Reapers, would be asked to leave? Maybe, maybe. I would just say, hey, we're a period. <laughs> I, I would rather be middle class now than a king back then, because you know what? We have toilet paper. Or if you were lucky enough to get some before now, you had toilet paper. <laughs> and there were parts of the world where, like, they usually showed up with swords and things like that, and the way that they were swinging them would foretell what would happen. But, okay. Okay, I would, I would totally dig having the job. Uh, it's your job to interpret what all these weird stuff was. Like, I take that job and let me leave They're like, sir, what does a Grim Reaper throw to swing a sword in his left hand as compared to his right hand? I'm like, huh, let me, let me, let me take some notes here and think about that. I'll take that job. Not, not Dirt Farmer. But let me ask you this. Does this sound a little bit to you like bioterrorism? Like bioterrorism? No, think about this. You have okay. these odd strangers showing up in cloaked robes, releasing some sort of gas... And they're showing up in the towns, following the actually not following, leading the path of the plague, and the plague showing up in your town right after they show up. This also coming for the same person whose solution was catapult a bunch of leeches into a town. Yes, yeah, it, it <laughs> might have worked. <laughs> I'm but just, no, seriously, doesn't it kind of sound this like do, that? This does sound like some sort of bioterrorism. And it's not like a disease cannot be spread through through a gas or something mm -hmm. like that. And beyond that, it's just so very strange. Uh, there's a lot of theories about these Reapers. And it, it popped up in multiple cultures. Like I said, we don't have a lot of it from the Asian culture. But I found a lot of references well, that this belief was there. I think that most most people in medieval, in medieval Europe are not able to probably understand the concept of how a sickness works. Now, they to themselves could believe the idea of that there is a physical person right there doing some sort of act that is causing this. And I think that's probably where some of this probably is coming from. They, they understood well enough that besides the um, the humorous theory, there's also like the newly budding miasma theory on disease, that disease is caused by uh, inhaling bad air. Right. That's why in many cities during the Black Death, and this was used in Roman times before then, um, they would gather up these large uh, bonfires, believing that the smoke would disperse the bad air. Or, oh, oh. Like, um, get, going into the country and getting fresh air is mm -hmm. another expression that came from that miasma belief. It wasn't until, like, Jon Snow was trying... And this is Jon Snow from history, not from Game of Thrones. Different Jon Snow. He cut me off before I could say it. <laughs> okay, Jon Snow. Jon Snow doesn't know about the plague. It, he was a doctor in England during uh, a major tuberculosis outbreak. And he was trying to disprove the miasma theory. And he was one of the people who put who started putting the nails in the coffin for the miasma theory. Right. And this is, I don't remember the date, because I didn't think we were going to be talking about Jon Snow today. Um, but that was way, way, way later. This was like during the industrial period. So people believed the miasma theory of disease for a really long time. But... Um, it, but that make, that makes sense with like they're they're releasing this this cloud. I think people understood at least a little bit on sickness. They didn't understand that they're microorganisms, mm -hmm. but they understood that there was something. It was contagious. You could get it from a, potentially a few different ways, 
and that he caused people to get sick and die. Now, he says that, but also at the same time, for our patron edition to this uh, episode, we're going to be talking about some pretty bizarre uh, uh, paranormal theories as to what could cure uh, the Black Plague. I'm just saying. Like, he's saying this now, but he's not going to have much of a leg to stand on when we but, start talking about some of this in the Patreon, because it's going to, that house of cards is going to fall apart. There's <laughs> folk knowledge, and then there's medical. But I want to go back to this, bi- I feel like you're dodging me on the bioterrorism. Oh, the bioterrorism. No, yeah, well, yeah, it does sound like terrorism to see that there's a guy with a scythe and a mask with the unleashes on, on on the town and stuff like that. But I think at the same time, bioter- bioterrorism is a thing, and it's understood. I mean, Hurling rotting cow carcasses into towns is a thing. Or, you know, giving disease ridden uh clothes to from sick people. It's been a thing that people have that people have used. No, but I'm saying is could the black death have been intentionally spread? Oh, I believe that one hundred percent. You but by something like this? Oh oh by a guy on a scythe? Or releasing or a plague? A supernatural creature. Hmm. Maybe these are angels of death hearkening in some sort of pestilence. Or maybe it's some sort of... What about this? I I know that humans... Like, here's another example. Okay. Um, The other... There's one other theory on the origin of the Grim Reaper. Mm -hmm. Besides uh, it coming from these guys. And it's believed that the two ideas collided. Um, The old image of the uh, god Saturn or Kronos uh, being this old man wearing a black cloak, carrying a scythe and an hourglass. What if Kronos was super pissed off because Europe no longer worshipped him? They were worshipping this Jesus guy, so he sent all of his little Kronos underlings to go and be like, hey, mess him up. Just just go for it. I'm just saying, you know what? Humanity is humanity is willing to do these sorts of things, so I totally believe that a supernatural creature would be willing to, unle- to let loose a poison and let loose a curse upon people. I mean, it's, it's not unheard of in folklore, so... Beyond that, there's another really interesting theory when it comes to these guys, and it's a direction I would never have naturally gone... But a lot of people think that they could be extraterrestrials spreading the plague during yeah, medieval Europe. They kind of sound like greys. Yeah, they do kind of sound like greys. They, like, they do. You know, gaunt, sunken in faces. Mm-hmm. Like very pale, pallid skin. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they were trying to halt human advancement or something or slow it down. Or they just they just showed up and just they maybe even inadvertently like unleashed a plague upon humanity. Because they didn't, because they didn't, because they didn't know better. Maybe. Maybe, or intentionally. What if I told you, during the Black Death, there are also a lot of accounts of strange rocket-like objects and strange lights appearing in the sky I around was... the same time of plague outbreaks. I would say, sir, that is highly suspicious and definitely should be, is, noteworthy, is noteworthy. Yeah, I, it, it's, it's an angle I would not think I'd ever be talking about is... Was the Black Death <laughs> spread by aliens? But this this is a theory like, that's out like, there, so we got to talk about we're it. We're not saying that the Black Death wasn't caused by aliens. We're just saying there's no evidence that says that it wasn't spread by aliens. And there's still a lot of argument on, was the bubonic plague actually the disease that was being spread by fleas at the time? Or was that just making people susceptible to it? There, there's a lot of arguments still when you know. it comes down to the nature of the... The bubonic plague at no, the time. Blame fleas. Fleas can't defend themselves. Fleas can't speak up for themselves to say they didn't do it. It's more like going back and deconstructing an event that happened that long ago. It's not easy. It's not. It's not easy, especially since it was it was around for like what two hundred years and would pop up. Or you know, the thing is, okay. Right now, for us, plague spread really freaking fast because we live in a global world. They did not, but it was a. It was a global enough world that diseases spread. Like, say, if you were living in a small village and you didn't really ever trade with anyone, if you guys got the disease, it's probably going to live and die with your town. It's not going to go anywhere. 
At this point, there's trading on the Silk Road, so the disease is going to follow whatever merchant's trails it can travel on. And eventually, the Silk Road leads to Europe. What I, what I really like about in this story is, similar to the spreading of like just disease and other spreads, you have these different cultures talking about seeing a similar-esque thing uh, like the Grim Reaper, like in different oh, yeah. towns, but like, but you know, but each with their own weird thing about what they seem that he's either carrying or what he's particularly doing out there. That's what makes me. That's what to me lends credence to this story, because not only is it multiple European cultures, you also have Asian cultures describing this in the area of China and stuff mm. like that. That is a lot of different cultures to come up with the exact same symbol of death. You know, and and it's one of the things that I absolutely love about the paranormal is that we can come from all of these different cultures but sometimes like our our stories of the paranormal or our stories of the strange can can overlap and and it's a weird but awesome thing that we can find similarities in and we you know it's just so cool you got any theories on it as to what the guys about what the guys yeah. are <sighs> man i I, I really want to say that I, I you know I think also I I I don't know like to me I didn't see the gears turning over there you know I I it, it kind of goes back to when we were dancing with the dancing leg is one of the things that didn't throw out there one of the things that we didn't talk about is one of the bizarre things about what it was was this weird uh, Hellenistic dancing cult. <laughs> that people thought was going around cursing everybody. Like, I, how know, did you not talk about that? I forgot. I, I didn't write it down in my notes, but it was so weird. But it was another one of these things too. Like, I wonder, like, if there's just this weird, bizarre plague cult that's out there that's going to yeah, all of these different. Like that. That's going to all these different cultures. Like, just some kind of like, oh. Uh, thing oh uh, like league of shadows like from batman and it's like they're stepping in with humanity is spreading too much and they're just going out and and doing this okay you kind of hit my idea my, my initial thought was what if we have this saturnine cult that we're holding on to beliefs from like ancient rome and they believed in the symbolism of saturn or maybe even just use them as a figurehead there are people who had a much more advanced knowledge of the nature of disease, and they they were not alien to the concept of biological war. That did already exist. Um, they wasn't real advanced. It was more like shoot this plague-ridden cow with a trebuchet or make sure you poop in that well where the enemies are going to drink from. <laughs> it was basic, but they could have built on that idea. Now, why they would spread it? I, maybe they were worried about overpopulation or something like that. I'm not totally sure. Like, it's just some weird... Well, like, I think... To do that, you'd have, I think if you're honestly a cult that's weird about overpopulation, you that's got to be a top down thing. That's almost that there's no way that's like a bottom up weird going on the out Hellenistic cult that's on the fringe of society that's making this cult this this call. That's got to be like a, a top down thing that's got that's got to be like pull, like pulling that kind of string, like for population control, yeah. I don't, I don't like, know, it's it's a com it's a complicated one, but it. It, yeah. it really makes me wonder because yeah. the imagery looks just like the imagery of this god that was worshipped a, a few hundred years well, before. Mm -hmm. Actually, more like a thousand. You but. see that in a lot of cultures. I mean, the Hellenistic culture and stuff like that was absorbed into mm -hmm. the, these cultures that are in the surrounding area. And it's not like a lot of our iconography for stuff that disappears. I mean, Easter. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Jesus ain't out there hiding eggs. I'm sorry. Like, he just... <laughs> 
He does. He doesn't. Jesus doesn't hide the eggs. Like, and then we all go on a magic hunt for this rabbit that these these eggs left by an eating bunny. I and that, that's way come pre, on. And that's way pre Hellenistic. Yeah, I know. Like, you know. It, like Easter comes from most likely the word Ishtar, a Sumerian yeah. god. So it's <laughs> goddess. You know, I'm not down anybody. It's just a thing that like cultures absorb these things. So you're gonna absorb these, you know, paranormal stories or these entities or these beings and stuff like that. So and it's probably gonna be in your culture in some other way. Heck, look at the symbolism of the Renaissance period. It was covered, like just covered in Hellenistic artwork. Mm-hmm. Like. It, it just, I, I kind of feel like there has to be a connection between these Reapers and the old beliefs in the Titan Saturn. And uh, may have gone too far down the rabbit hole, man. It's all connected. It goes back to that. It's all connected sort of thought that we've all, that we've had in this, that we've had in this channel. But, you know, I don't want to get too much into that because then we're afraid they're going to shut us down again. <laughs> Could be distracted by their own virus going around right now. Then maybe this, this one will finally sneak through. Do, have we told them enough about that for them to know what you're referencing? I'm worried about worried about say, I'm worried about saying that. You know, gonna okay, I'm going to okay. throw it out real quick. Okay, a long time ago, when we were dumb enough to pre-record videos, we had recorded like God, it sounded like eight videos ahead for yeah. the channel. It was it was and, a great, it was a fantastic time. I remember them, that. One of them was about um, like how everything in the paranormal is connected, and then right before we go to upload it, boom, the computer fully fries. We lose. Everything. everything we lose so many videos it's the weird thing is is from that though that, that everything's connected we we're slowly getting it was a top five we were gonna do where there was just these unexplained things and slowly but over time we've been letting some of these out like each one from that episode out we're gonna do one next the next week's episode next week's episode that we're gonna do is gonna have another one of them we're gonna get into but so any more we want to talk on this, or are we ready to head into uh, the pillow talk? Yeah, uh, let's, the let's, let's Patreon into, section. Yeah, let's get into Actually, our... Actually, before we do, something we haven't done, we haven't thanked our Patreons. Thank you guys so much. We hope you guys are doing okay out there, by the way. Thank we, you we so much. We hope all of you are doing all right, but we super Hooray. hope yeah. the Patreons are doing all right. Yeah. And so we appreciate our patrons so much. If you guys like the podcast and there's and you guys want to support us, you can go over to our patron. You know, even a dollar a month goes pretty long way to make sure that we can provide uh, even more paranormal content to you guys so but uh, let us know what you guys think by the way about uh, the stuff that we've been talking about in this podcast episode in the comments below or mm. on any of our social media sorry it came out a little late yeah it, the coronavirus it's, it's been out there bit. delaying us but because of that we're going to be trying to put out more uh, episodes weekly as long as we can keep this up yeah, it's, it, don't go out, guys. Stay inside and listen to yeah, our episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be here for you during the whole ordeal. We got nothing but time now on our hand, you know, to you know to be doing this stuff for you guys. But until next time, guys, keep believing. Because we'll keep listening. All right, back to this house of cards that's about to be crumbling down here. About, like, their super, you know, medieval Europe super knowledge of okay. handling okay. all of this stuff. I did, I did not say that they had a incredible grasp on it. They did, they did have some understanding, and most of their systems of understanding were not basic. They were fairly complex. They often came to wrong conclusions, yeah. but they did have them. Yeah, what like they were also understanding chemistry at this time, so you can't say they're all... I'm, no, the thing is, folk remedies are different than traditional... Like, some folk remedies are more advanced than what they were coming up in and, yeah, their universe. And some folk remedies later went on to become real remedies. 
Yep. Uh, hashtag penicillin. Yep. <laughs> that, that was a thing, you know. You know, we're bashing out women of the Middle Ages because some of them, uh, you know, a lot of like. Uh,